We are here with Dr. Sarah MacArthur, uh, the Director of Digital Health at NYU. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much. Very excited to be here. It is great yeah. to be here. So tell us what's going on at NYU. You guys have um, been doing so much lately, and I'd like to hear from, from you on the innovation side of things, what, what you're up to. Yeah, so NYU, like many academic medical centers, we really have a tripartite mission. And within the technology sphere, the correlates of that are we have the Institute for Innovations in Medical Education. So how does technology, how do we meet those traditional academic medical center goals of education, research, to discover, to research, and uh, to serve or to care. So the correlates at NYU are IIME, and then we have the Center for Healthcare Innovation and Delivery Science, which is a reinterpretation of a traditional research model. And then we also have MCIT, the Medical Center IT area. And what we're really doing is we continue to bring all three of those groups together to create this virtuous cycle where education is feeding into research, which is feeding into delivery of care of patients. Um, so, and we're really r ramping up. We've done a terrific job in general of building up innovations internally and spinning it out, which is very m much the traditional model for many academic medical centers and universities. You get a grant from NIH, right. you build something, and then you seek to spin it out or use it to improve your own systems and your own delivery. And what we're really stepping forward to do now is to partner and co-develop more with early stage companies and so strategically sourcing those early stage companies such that we can help them take all of that energy and enthusiasm coming from the entrepreneur and the innovator community who think in ways outside of the ways that we think of in, in sometimes sclerotic thought processes mm -hmm. we have about how to deliver care and use that and channel it to align with our institutional goals. So are you seeing more um, clinicians themselves come through uh, and start to be in, in these types of programs like yours? Um, you know, it, it, for years it was always just entrepreneurs, we're seeing a new trend of what we call doctorpreneurs. Yeah. Uh, so they may have started as clinicians or are still practicing, but now they're also building themselves? Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting phenomenon because I think that there is a uh, undoubtedly increasing interest amongst doc doctorpreneurs. Um, doctors are getting involved in this space. But what we most often see is that it, it's pretty challenging. Most mm. people have sunk in a lot of time and effort uh, medical school, residency training, and to actually go out and be founders in this space. I think it was Rock Health's 2016 report, if you looked at the funded companies, right. only two of the founders were MDs, and those were both out of UPMC, which really has kind of a unique position nationally, being both a uh, payer and a provider. So we see a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm, but we don't see as many people really going out and founding companies. Some do for sure, but the percentages are very low. So what we're looking to do is take advantage of that other slice, which is the combination of the enthusiastic subject matter expert, that doctor who wants to be a champion, who wants to, to engage, but isn't really going to quit their day job right. for the most part, and therefore won't make a founder who's suitable for VCs to fund. Right. So, But to connect those people to the entrepreneur community, to a company that's already in route, such that you're getting what you really need, the knowledge base, the true understanding of the clinical workflows, the pain points, into the hands of the entrepreneurs and the engineers who can then create a concrete intervention or product that will help 
solve most importantly our patients, but also our problems. What needs to change throughout the whole academic process in order to sort of bridge the gap? Um, because there are often different mindsets, different worlds uh, that these different groups of people are coming from. One is very, uh, takes risk, and they tend to train, uh, you know, to avoid risk throughout medical school. So what needs to change or what is changing? I, I think that's an outstanding point. Um, I was actually a startup prior to matriculating at medical school. And the way you have to be in the world and the way your brain works, being an entrepreneur is very much about expansive, having ideas, a touch of grandiosity actually goes a long way. Being a physician, you have to be extremely detailed, focused, and never miss a single um, item, my, my colleague Christopher, Dr. Christopher Morris and I are both hospitalists and really one mistake can have uh, negative consequences quite quickly. Mm. So bringing together those people, the subject matter experts is a, a key element and lowering that barrier to connection because you have all this enthusiasm, this interest, the physicians, the nurses, the care providers, we're seeing day in, day out how our uh, flawed systems delivery processes are affecting our patients. And they really want to engage and change, but it's very difficult often for them to find the people who are partner with them, those potential co-founders or that company that they want to advise. Hmm. And what are you most excited about over the, the next few years? What, what's giving you hope that, that things are transforming in the way that they need to? Yeah, I think that if you look at a number of institutions, including ours at NYU, there's been a real focus in the last couple of years on implementation of the EHRs, right? So it's been all about implementing the high tech, putting in the backbone, and we've done a tremendous amount of work on that in our system. Additionally, in our market, New York City, there's been an enormous amount of M&A activity, so you've really consolidated down to a few players. And a lot of the innovation that has occurred is in some parts innovation in business model right? Um, and in structure of our organizations and our enterprises. And it's New York and it's healthcare, but we're always going to look and push right. for the next step. And so there is a uh, increasing, there's been an awareness for a while, and now there's increasing bandwidth as we've really completed those EHR. I mean, we just finished our last integration with the most recent health system that we bought in the falls. Um, you know, we purchased a large uh, health system in Brooklyn, Lutheran, mm -hmm. or full asset merger. And so we really get to start uh, leveraging the capacity of that backbone. So there's a great foundation that's been laid, and now you can really launch off of that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then the people who've really been dedicated, whether it's the in-house technologists, business people, et cetera, who've really had their heads down, focused on making these things happen, mm. there's a little bit of extra room to uh, expand more outwardly. So from your vantage point, what should more entrepreneurs, doctorpreneurs be focusing on for the future? What's terrific about a conference like Health 2.0 is it helps provide the North Star, where we might end up in five to ten years, a little bit of the visionary future, and what you really need to do is break it down into concrete steps mm -hmm. about what are the needs of institutions right now, where are our patients actually at? So, for example, a patient engagement intervention, so something that's really going to communicate uh, and reach patients wherever they are. And you might imagine that in two years, it might be Facebook, especially for our patients who are 
in the FQHCs and use prepaid or burner cell phones whose addresses might change often. It's hard for us to find those patients. Right. But the technology isn't there in that sphere yet. Really where our patients are, SMS texting. So that's, you know, starting with SMS texting. So have your vision for where you think things should go with your experience in life of consumer technology because the delta is so huge. You know, who would think SMS texting wouldn't necessarily be innovative in our space, but it is for our world in healthcare. Um, And think about how meet the providers where they are right now and where their needs are right now while still maintaining that vision of how you might push the future in two years, three years. So advice for entrepreneurs, innovators, just getting started today. Uh, words of wisdom. It's terrific to find your champion within a system. I'm, I'm very systems focused. So right. for, the, for the folks who are consumer focus and consumer tech, that's an entirely different space. Sure, sure. But, for but those, if you're trying to get into a health system yeah. and, and really just get started. I, I would start by looking at the, the past as the best predictor of the future. So find those health systems that have already done projects like this because it indicates that there's a culture that's ready, willing, and open to start engaging in this way. And look for systems, like I know you guys have a terrific partnership with the University of Colorado. So UC is obviously forward-looking, Cedars-Sinai is forward-looking, NYU is forward-looking. So look at those organizations that have already demonstrated that they're willing to work with early-stage innovators and and really try to make stuff happen. Exactly, because you need the approval from the top leadership and you need the, I think we already have the motivated boots on the ground people, Right. but you want that uh, the ability for the leadership has already demonstrated that they will say yes and that they're going to embrace these types of endeavors. And for those trying to get into NYU, what's the best pathway for, for doing that? Is it through the innovation arm? Is it? Yeah, so, so reach out to me, Dr. Sarah MacArthur. It's just sarah.macarthur at nyu.mc and my colleague Christopher Morris, uh, christopher.morris at nyu mc.org. And we'll post those links in, in the show notes. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for, for uh, doing everything that you're doing. I, you know, it, it does take a village. You need um, people with the mindset of sort of forward progress at every angle. And it's great to see uh, everything that, that you're doing at NYU uh, to support innovators. So thank you. Great. Thanks so much.